We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014, period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. You guys recording? Uh, yeah, dude. Dope, 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 dope. What's up, Typo? How you How you doing? How you feeling? Are you dude, sore? I, I'm sore. I feel good, dude. I feel great. But uh, yeah? yeah, I'm sore. I'm sore as shit. Typo and I decided to do, well, I originally was just like, I'm going to go to the gym 30 days straight. Need to get back into it. I'm going to fucking fuck my body up and just go 30 days straight. Every fucking single day, I'm going to the gym. I need to create the habit that I lost. So I'm going to go to the gym and then I con typo into doing it with me. And we've been sending our weights back and forth to each other for the last week. I started on Saturday. Uh, I don't know. What was that? April 2nd, I think April 2nd, something like so. that. <clears throat> yeah. Cause Friday and, uh, was April so did 1st. Yeah. I couldn't start on April 1st because you know, it's April 1st. And it's a bad way to start a 30 day challenge of going to the gym. Hey everybody, I'm doing it. Yeah, um, April Fool's. But, uh, <laughs> but I couldn't walk, so I I, did, I was like, I'm gonna go right into this thing, and I did legs that Saturday, and I couldn't walk and until like Wednesday, like I literally was having problems walking. Dude. Yeah, that's one thing that really sucks. If you go a long time without doing legs at the gym, and then you get back into it, it's like you've never done it before. It's like your body completely forgot what this feels like. And you get like incredibly sore, dude. It's like the worst. Like once you, yeah. once you do it for a little bit, then it's fine. It's it, you're over it. But there's just those first few times you do legs. You're like, why do I do this to myself? Yeah, dude, it was horrible. And you know, like I was like, I'm going to ease myself back into it. I'm not going to do crazy weights. I'm going to go light, not do too many workouts. And I didn't do that. Didn't stick to my game plan and <laughs> lifted heavier than I should have. Uh, more than I should have repped more than I should have and couldn't fucking walk literally couldn't like dude it was hard going to, I had to do a 10 story fucking hotel building and uh, had to walk up and down the fucking stairs to get to shit and that was hell it was hard I thought I was going to fall down the stairs like multiple times yeah dude dude I well I, I I'm in the position now because I can't well I'm not near you so like usually when we would go work out, like you would just be able to spot me and I'd be able to spot you. Yeah. Now, dude, I have no one to spot me. But when I go to the gym here, there's like no one there. So I'm like deadly afraid to be that asshole that like 
I don't know, has a barbell stuck on him on the bench. <laughs> help, help. Like, I just don't want to be that guy. So I, I never push myself on like bench or squad or stuff like that. And unless there's like someone else there, because I just don't want to be that guy, dude. <laughs> yeah. My, well, and you know, living in the city, it's like, you're not going to fucking ask anybody else. Like you're not going to be yeah. like, Hey, can you, uh, can you spot me real quick? Most people would, to be honest, most, especially the dudes in there, most of them are going to be like, yeah, no problem, bro. But you know, it's also like to, it's still competition. Every time you walk into the gym, it's like, who can lift more weight? Yeah. You can't, well, you don't want to look like a bitch, even though you it, don't even like you go at different times. So you don't yeah. even see these people half the time. And it's like a big ass gym. Yeah. So. Well, what's funny is like when you're, when you like get into working out, you start getting a little bit in shape when you're at the gym, you get a little discouraged. Cause you look at all the people that are regular gym rats that's there all the time. And you're like, fuck dude, I look nothing yeah. like this guy. I look nothing like these people over yeah. here. But then when you leave the gym, and go into the grocery store and you're like, I can lift more than this pussy. Like, like, you're, <laughs> like you just, you, I don't know. It's just so weird that like when you're, when you're in the gym and there's just like these massive fucking dudes and you're like, God damn, I don't know if I'll be able to squat, you know, 500 pounds. <laughs> and I'm like, like Jesus oh. Christ. Like I'll just squat my 250 and I'll feel good about myself. Okay. <laughs> is there is there anybody in the gym that's like fucking killing it at your gym? I know there's like two people in your gym at a time. Is there like one dude that you're just like, holy fuck? Uh, I would probably say it's the owner, like the guy yeah. that owns the gym. Fuck yeah, dude! I mean, if I owned a gym, I'd be in it. I'd live there. Yeah, like he basically. I see he's who I see the most, and he's he always comes to work out. I think we get off work about the same time, probably. And, but every time I go to the gym, which is right after, like right around four, 4 PM ish, um, he's in there. And I mean, I love that he has another job and owns the gym. Like that's hilarious. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. Well, dude, I, I swear smart. to God, I mean, smart, but I swear to God, him opening the gym was like the easiest thing. Like, I mean, what I mean by like, once he got it operational and running, it had to have been easy because it's the only gym in town. It's the yeah. only one, dude. So, well, and like, yours is dope. It's 24 hours. It's basically ran by cameras. You have a sales guy that goes in there for a couple hours during the day. And the rest of it, you just fucking let people do what they do. Like, I yeah. would, that sounds like the best business ever. Yeah, it definitely goes to show a little bit about how people here aren't worried about, like, people stealing anything yeah. or anything like that. Cause like, I, I mean, even well, if you do, there's so many cameras that it's like, I know yeah. Billy Bob from down the street. He lives on fourth yeah. street in fucking Maine. Yeah. And like you, I don't know, you have to be a member to get in. Cause that's the only way you can swipe your card. So, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I've, I think it's just funny that like you can be in there and no one else is in there and it's just, it's, it's very nice. I like it. I like being able to work out and have like almost the entire gym to myself. But at the same time, it's just weird that, like, I, this would never be a, like LA Fitness would never do this in like South no. Phoenix. <laughs> no. they... Dude, I, I, I was leaving the gym yesterday, and this this dude, he has like a, a fucking scooter, and he's a young kid. He looks like 21, 22. <clears throat> and the manager is holding the door open, and he's yelling towards the the kid. <clears throat> kid works at the LA Fitness too, and he's like, "Hey, what are you? Where are you going?" And he's like. I said, I'm just going to Walmart. He's like, yeah, but that was the VP. You shouldn't like 
say going to Walmart, like that looks really bad. And he was like, well, I asked because I thought it was polite. And I was just put myself in that kid's position at like 21, 22 Walmart's across the street, like diagonally from this LA fitness. And he's like, I'll just go to the gas station. But I was just like, any other day it would have been fine, <laughs> but the VP was there. And so now it sounds bad. And now the manager is yelling towards the kid, not like yelling at him, like degrading him, but just kind of being like, that was unprofessional, like <laughs> at the kid outside the store. So what looks more unprofessional? Yeah. <laughs> Looking more unprofessional. It was just like, it was like, I get the kid. He's, it's like, bro, I'm just going to Walmart. Like any other day, this is fine. Like it's literally 30 seconds longer than the gas station. And yeah, it, it would have been just fine. And, and then the whole unprofessionalism thing came up and then it's like, but you're yelling outside the LA fitness and I'm just walking out and I'm just like, I'm so glad I'm not like, I have problems in my own job that we deal with all the time, but I was just so glad. I'm like, I'm not working in a service industry like that anymore because that just sucked. When I, remember doing security, even, even the arm security that we do. And we were just dealing with other stupid people in your job constantly. Like, thankfully, for the most part, I work by myself. I'm very dependent on stupid people in the office. But, like, for the most part, I get to do my own shit and I don't have to worry about it. But, fuck, dude, the service industry like that, where you're just constantly around other people, it was, it sucked. Dude, it, it was, it is kind of weird. Like, I, I mean, I guess I worked kind of in... I did like bar security. I guess that was more in like the service. That was definitely the service yeah. industry. But yeah. And then when I worked at the Axarin place, it was really weird because you like had to put on like a whole nother personality. Like you have yeah. to like, it's like this weird, like you almost have to fake it around these people. And then when they leave, you can be like this fucking scumbag. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Come again. I hope this guy never fucking comes back. Like it's just hope he so, gets hit by a car on the way home. Yeah. It's just so weird because I don't know. It's like you're almost like faking how you really are because you've got to do it for your job and give a good yeah. performance so you can get a better tip. I just, yeah. but I hated that. I hated that was that was just the worst part. Well, all right. So what do you what are you weighing in at right now? Like one eighty. One eighty. I'm at two hundred four. Two hundred four. Two hundred five. That's what I'm at. Six one two hundred five sounds good. But it, I kind of want to keep the weight. I kind of want to stay 205, but be uh, not as uh, less fat. Stay 205, less fat. 61205, yeah. that's a little, that's a stacked motherfucker when you're in shape. Yeah, dude, fucking. Well, I think, you, like, I don't know. I'm not the expert here, but wouldn't you, do you want to drop weight first and then put on fucking mass? Or are you just going to put on mass and then hope you drop weight? <laughs> well, I feel like just working out, I'm going to drop weight. That's usually what happens to me. I know my body's changed a little bit, but I don't think working out is literally is going to put that much mass on my body at the beginning. I have a time, like I have a decent size frame. It's a lot bigger than it was when I was in the Marine Corps. Like I, you remember, I was in Marine Corps sitting at 170 and I was 6'1". Yeah, yeah I don't I know. Was, how, I, was, dude, I was always... Like 170 the whole time. I never understood yeah. how people could be. Well, I, I feel yeah, I feel like taller people for some reason were just so skinny and in, in the fucking military. Like most. Yeah. Of them. Well, it, I feel like it's harder for us to gain weight in general. Like f for the most part, especially people that were active. Like it's difficult for 
taller people too. Well, the whole first like year in the Marine Corps is all like just cardio. It's, yeah, it's just running. And yeah, so like that, like that's around. when I dropped. Yeah, I dropped a shit ton of weight. Like I was in the middle of boot camp. I was at one forty five at one of our tapes. One forty five. I had gotten well. I had gotten sick. Yeah, I had gotten sick. I had bronchitis and I got my wisdom teeth out um, all at the same time. And I had like really bad bronchitis, so I couldn't eat. Wasn't keeping anything down. Couldn't breathe, couldn't eat anyways, because I was, had all four of my wisdom teeth out. And then, uh, and I had like a day of rest. Like they gave me a day of rest yeah, and it wasn't even a full day. I was in the, what, what was it? The meat grinder. Did you guys, did you guys call it the meat grinder when you would um, do rifle, uh, oh, rifle yeah. movements inside the, uh, inside the barracks? Yeah. Called it the meat grinder. And so they didn't even let me, I had fucking, you know, the chipmunk cheeks and the bloody gauze still in my mouth, like sitting there like, yeah, practicing for drill, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Practicing drill. Cause I was in fucking alpha company, which is like known for their drill. We had like the fucking Nazi knees, you know, where they go straight out and then down and straight out and then down. So we're sitting in like literally the day that I got my teeth, my wisdom teeth pulled. I was sitting there doing that, but that all happened. And then I got really sick too, because I wasn't sleeping or eating very well. And then I got bronchitis pretty bad. And I dropped all the way down to 145 and six foot at that point, I was like six, two, a little bit taller than six, two. I kind of shrunk in the Marine Corps a little bit, <laughs> uh, fucked up the discs in my back and, uh, yeah, six, two, 145. And they were like, we need to put him on. I was, I, I was too skinny by Marine Corps standards. So they put me on double rats and I was the only, only person above five, five in my platoon that was on double rats. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know. I don't really, I think like all through high school, I was like 160, 165. Maybe I got to 170, but then once I joined the Marine Corps, my weight fluctuated between 170 and 180 there was one time where i was 180 and i was actually like kind of i had a decent body type like decent size yeah and then then i dropped to 170 and then i got back to 180 but this time it was not it was not because of working out (laughs) (laughs) well that's where i'm at like i i got up to 180 by the time i left boot camp damn by the time i left boot camp i was 180 um all that double rats i had extra time to eat and then uh i was 180 and i was a solid 180 which was dope i was like this is a good weight and then i dropped in mct and then at comm school i dropped again and i was probably sitting 170 up until like two years into the marine corps and then that was probably around the time you got there and i was sitting at 180 and i basically stayed 180 until I got out of the Marine Corps, I gained a little weight my last year, just because we were lifting a little bit heavier and I was lifting a little bit heavier and eating a little bit more. But I think I, I don't think I ever went to 190. And then even outside the Marine Corps, I fluctuated between like 185 and 175 until probably two years ago. And then it was like, I think that was two years ago was my heaviest point, And I was a little over 210 and i was like oh shit 
I need it. And I, I mean, it doesn't look bad on me. Like I don't look fat. Like neither of us look fat um, until we put a too tight shirt on and then you got a belly. But like, if you look at my legs or my arms or anything else, normal, like normal fucking dude, like not even nothing crazy, not fat, looks decently in shape, um, but not like in really good shape. And then, but yeah, 210, 215, I was like, all right, I need to figure my shit out. And that's when I started hitting the fasting thing really hard. And I, that made me feel really good and I need to get back into it, but it's kind of hard this week. It was super hard because I was burning way more calories than I'm used to. Cause literally every day I went, I went every single goddamn day, no matter how fucking tired I was right after work. And it kind of sucks because sometimes I get off, you know, or I usually get home between three 30, two 30 and three 30, just cause I start my day so early and I didn't get home until like five every day this week. And I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> But I feel better, tired. I'm glad I'm having a beer now. Yeah, I definitely feel a lot better going. I feel more, more energized now, and I just I don't know. I like more motivation to go too. Yeah, that's yeah. the big thing. I'm just trying to show up, Childeberg jacked. <laughs> I don't know if I'll get jacked by the time I get there, but maybe maybe Childeberg four, I'll be jacked. <laughs> <laughs> wait i mean you got yeah this is four five five i'll be yeah. jacked yeah well i mean you got you got a month two months you got two months to make some improvements Basically, fix your diet a little bit fix your diet just a little bit you'll be fine yeah well my well my sister started making uh uh meal preps and it's yeah. literally just chicken and rice Oh, yeah. that's that's all it is i love and it and i was like maybe i mean even i was like maybe we can throw in a vegetable like yeah, <laughs> i need more food man i just need more than just chicken and rice <laughs> yeah i got you hooked on broccoli you know how to make broccoli pretty good by now yeah i like broccoli broccoli i'm fucking so picky with my vegetables i got broccoli asparagus and corn yeah well yeah yeah, I guess corn's cool. technically a fruit. Did you know? But did you know this? Corn is no, a fruit. No, I've never heard this blasphemy in my life. What is corn is a fucking fruit? Look it up, no. dude. Corn is a fruit, bro. Because it spreads its seeds. The kernels are its seeds. Corn is a fucking fruit, dude. No, isn't that not. bullshit? I freaked no, out. No, it's not. It's dude. a fruit, just like tomatoes. Tomatoes are fruits. What's up, everyone? Let me take a second and tell you about our new sponsor, David Day. He offers a legal protection membership that gives you access to attorneys 24-7 for as little as a dollar a day. When you're pulled over, don't talk to the police. Shut the fuck up and call your attorney. When a company screws you over, don't try to call and fight them. Have your attorney write them a letter. Take action to be the man of your house and protect your family from the worst aspects of the state. Visit David's website at davidday.com backslash bullet so that he knows we sent you. Um, that website is david, D-A-V-I-D-D-D-A-Y.com backslash bullet. Uh, let him know that we sent you and uh, hope he protects everything you need out there. Dude, this sounds like some liberal propaganda, <laughs> Corn Z maize belongs to the 
I'm not pronouncing that something family. <laughs> and while eaten sometimes as a vegetable and sometimes as a grain, it is actually classified by botanists as a fruit. Yeah, dude, I'm not. No, fake news. This is fake this news. is what the liberal media has brought. Yeah, this is what the liberal. This is what CNN's garbage they're spewing. This is what I'm talking <laughs> about, dude. This is why China's winning. <laughs> This is why Russia is going to win the war because of this bullshit right here, dude. Yeah, Russia doesn't classify corn as a fruit. Russia classifies that shit as a vegetable. I'm fucking Russian, dude. We're Russian now. Yeah. This is the number one Russian supporting podcast. (laughs) That's what we are. Great. That's what I'm Speaking of Russia, what are they doing right now? I haven't heard a whole lot. I heard they, they withdrew from the UN's fucking war something or other because they were accused of war crimes i still don't know what the war crimes are i've been trying to find it it's but I don't it's really in know. it all i know is there's a bunch of dead civilians it looks like some of them were killed execution style like hands handcuffed behind their back shot in the head um but now they're probably looks- american secrets or american special forces well well they've done it before but fucking Apparently, I don't know. So the story is Russia is claiming that they didn't do it. Ukraine is claiming Russia did it. Russia's troops were there at the at the town. And then they then like they left. And then it was reported like two days later that this massacre happened. And um, Russia called for the U.N. investigation. They're like, yeah, come investigate. And apparently the British. uh the blo- some some British people in the UN blocked it, and they're like, "We're not doing oh. the investigation from Russia." Yeah, so I was like, "I don't know what happened, but that doesn't seem like Russia did it to me." Is what it? I don't know, but I don't know. Dude. Well, there's so like, much like it was, was kind of like a couple weeks ago when Crimea was like, "Hey, we're getting fucking bombed. We're getting bombed, guys. Hey, we're getting bombed," and. Ukraine was like, yeah, it's Russia. They're bombing us too. And they're like, it came from Ukrainian airspace. And then everybody yeah. was like, yeah, it's the Russians flying over Ukrainian airspace and bombing Crimea. And it's like, but that doesn't really make sense, does it? That yeah. doesn't doesn't make it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I'm just saying, like, I don't why would why what's the what's the benefit there? I don't know. I don't, and that's the thing. We're not gonna know until fucking 20 years from now when all this shit gets leaked and nobody's going to give a fuck about it anymore. And it's going to be another Afghanistan papers, but it's going to be the Ukrainian papers. And, you know, it was going to, it's going to turn out that it was an American war plane that was bombing Crimea to make it look like Russia. Like, yeah, <laughs> like that's crazy. just like, that's but, just how it's going to be. But yeah, like, yeah, it, there's just like so much like, I don't even know what's true. You know, they bring Zelensky on the fucking Grammys and it's like, okay. Did he actually go? Yeah. He, well, I, I didn't don't know see if, it. Okay. I don't know if it was a, it looked like it was a pre recorded video, but still, he was, they let him play his video and he basically, I think he equated Russia to the Nazis and that's asked uh, for more support. That's uh, hypocritical. <laughs> I, I know, dude. It's pretty. It's pretty weird. Like, this dude, is I love how it's just silent. Like, I, I don't hear, I don't hear very much of any of the liberal media, like even trying to justify the Azov Battalion or any of the 
the Nazi bullshit that goes on in the Ukraine. I they just to- completely ignore it. Like I I literally haven't heard a yeah. news media there's, outlet say shit about it. I know there there's some out there. And there was I'm like sure one CNN article said something about it. Yeah, there was like one article that I saw from like the New York Times, maybe maybe I'm wrong, maybe the Washington Post, something like that. And they basically said like, yeah, there's Nazis, but it's different. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay, same, same, but different. Yeah, they're not. They're the new Nazis, the new Hitler. I don't know, <laughs> like neo Nazis. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, like that's the only thing they're, I saw. They're but, good neo Nazis. Yeah, they're actually. We- the good not ones. the charlottesville neo-nazis they're the ukrainian neo-nazis yeah, not those they're ones different. at january 6th not those yeah. <laughs> they're the different nazis it's 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 neo-nazis you know like neo from the matrix you know the matrix were yeah it's, they it's they neo. i don't know but you're right i don't really see them talk about it at all the only thing i mean they have like you know they bring on like fucking hillary clinton on the news i've been seeing her a lot more on on the news I've just lately seen her getting talked about i haven't actually seen her talk yeah well she basically like I, I watched one little video and she basically was we well she basically said the media needs to do a better job at portraying democrats in a positive light dude i love it dude i love it more i want more more like, i want them to look i i love i love people looking back I love people looking bad. It's fun. It's it's enjoyable. It's fun for the whole family. Um, you know, especially when your family's a Democrat. I my family's Democrat, so it's fun yeah. for the whole family. It yeah, makes my, Thanksgiving dinner amazing. Yeah, my family just think Trump is going to rise again, and I love how Trump in Republican circles is Jesus. Like that's amazing. That's divine. It's the Barack Obama like, for the Republicans, dude. They isn't it just divine? Them. It's just it's legitimately divine. It's their new um, Reagan, dude. This is like our generation. Our generation, like when we, you know, like when people that are this tw- are having kids. Now. Yeah, they'll be like twenty years from now, and like this country was great when Trump was in charge, and and it'll be like just like the Reagan shit that we always heard about. How Reagan, yeah. or at least my family. They always talked about how Reagan was this amazing president and did all these things. Your, has your dad denounced Reagan yet? Is he or is he still just Reagan, Reagan, Reagan? We hey, we don't we don't go there. All right. We leave that part of history alone. OK. <laughs> it was a different There's, time. Yeah. You don't you don't understand, Luke. We had you don't know, you don't know the, what he did for me. <laughs> but no. No, <laughs> no, he has all that, not. but no, 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 <laughs> no, he has. Um, that's all right. Uh, I've been like, my whole goal is to get my family to realize that Barack Obama is a war criminal, and I think I, I think I've done a pretty good job. I think they generally agree, but I still hate the uh, the adage of like, but the good weighs out the bad, and I'm like, I don't. I don't think it does. And I think the only reason why it does is because it happens over there and, and over there, over there. It happens over there and not over here. And so it's like, yeah, but look at what he did here. It changed a lot of people's minds. It did a lot. I think Barack Obama did more damage to the black community than Donald Trump. 
Well, if you ask people around here, they'll tell you that Obama's the one that started this race war. <laughs> it was Obama with Michael Brown. That's what started this race war. Who's Michael Brown? Which which one's Michael Brown? Uh, Michael Brown was the one shot in Ferguson. Um, I, I, I think... If I remember correctly, he was like in the process. Oh, of, the hands up, hands up, don't shoot. I believe that so. One? Hands I up, don't so. shoot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, dude, I was in the Marine Corps defending that shit. And I probably defended again. I don't think that, like, yeah, I understand I he remember. robbed a store, but then I they shot remember. him in, in the back with his hands up. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Dude, oh, I got a, I got sent an article. It's probably from, um, jazz booth i'm guessing it was from jazz booth uh because he's the one that sends me articles that pertain to phoenix he, he knows more about phoenix fucking pd than i do but somebody sent me an article and i'm just going to uh give it to him they sent me an article about uh phoenix pd and phoenix maybe it's their fire department uh are going to be one of the first in the nation to start using drones and i didn't get to read the article i haven't read it yet but that sounds like a great idea i am so happy that phoenix pd one of the worst like nominated police departments in the nation for uh shooting people are going to use uh drones not for spying on people obviously it's just for surveillance yeah it'd just be weird to be walking around and then like this fucking i don't know drone just flies over your head and you're like what the fuck is that dude? it's like wee -woo, wee -woo. <laughs> yeah does it get little drone. sirens like, does, <laughs> why would it have to turn on sirens like what if there's other drones in the way like, <laughs> is this where we're going it needs to let everybody know they're there dude it's the it's the the blueberries and cherries it's know. letting the uh fbi's the birds because the birds aren't real it's letting the birds yeah. know they got to get the no. fuck out of the way dude <laughs> so all the drone yeah. birds are like all right get out of the way oh shit fuck that guy's going fast there's a speed limit here um <laughs> i just think it's i think it's gonna be funny they're like it's not for spying it's i think it that's what i read the only part of it i read it's like it's not for spying it's for surveillance and i'm like that's what <sighs> That's what spying is. Spying is sur yeah. so constant surveillance. Like, I just don't. People are stupid, and I'm I'm not a bright person. Like you and I aren't bright people. Like we we understand things to an extent, and we have come to thought processes, thought process size, thought processes out, out loud on this podcast. Yeah, um, you know whatever. Yeah, we come to thought process process size i don't know what that word is see not a bright person but i've been right about a lot of things and this last like three years since we've started doing this four years almost that we started doing this and it's just like i don't think drones are gonna be what people think they're going to be <laughs> like normal everyday people i bet you there was a shit ton of people on that thread that were just like like they can comment on the fucking article. I bet you they were like, oh, this is a good idea to get our cops out of the way from, you know, getting in trouble, especially here yeah. in Phoenix. I don't and know, dude. Like, if I look at like social media and if you follow like a police department or even like a federal department on Instagram, 
uh, you they'll post something about like some something new that the, they have or or like some bust or whatever some new law they're trying to introduce whatever the hell it is, and the comment section is usually people not very happy. <laughs> it's probably. Dude, well, all right. So I see it more on Instagram. I think Instagram is full of savages. Instagram is full yeah. of fucking straight up savages because the CIA CIA posts something on Instagram, they're getting wrecked. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, they're the getting ATF, wrecked. ATF Instagram. ATF, is, same thing. I don't think wrecked. there's one positive comment about the ATF. No, no. And and Twitter, you get you get both you get both sides and. A lot of times, a lot of the liked comments, like I'll see a shit ton of comments and most of them are negative, but the ones at the top, the ones with the most likes and shit and the most comments and everything are like the pro ATF, pro FBI. Like those are the ones that get the most traction. And so that's, it's, it's interesting because you see, uh, I think that's like the problem with like the individualism portion of our, of the movement that we're attached to like the libertarianism is like well i know this guy said something but i gotta say my piece too and uh we don't like or we tweet like the fucking mainstream liberals do or the mainstream republicans do you know what i mean they're like yeah "Yeah, we're not gonna say that shit i don't know that's why uh you know the whole libertarianism thing is interesting and we've talked about this before where it's like we're so decentralized that it's almost hard to raise up because all of our ideals are very different. You know, I mean, fuck, I just saw Pete and some other people talking about how letting degeneracy in society, it will lead to, you know, what we have now. And I'm like, I'll go do lines off, you know, whatever I want to, whenever I want to, if I can like, I think that should be completely legal. I don't think we should make more laws for that. And um, I don't care if I walk into a sex club and two dudes are butt fucking on the couch. Like, that's my choice. I went into a sex club sure. expecting that there was going to be degeneracy there. I don't think that should be criminalized. Like, I, and <clears throat> not that there's anything wrong with Pete. I fucking love Pete. And I still listen to his podcast a fucking shit ton. I just don't get this strict evangelical libertarianism i really don't and i don't think he has it on everything i think it's like what we talked about with the um the uh fucking uh don't say gay bill which doesn't mention the word gay once in it at all it's just talking about sexuality and how it's like i think it's a waste of fucking tax dollars but i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh yeah that's uh you know, how dare they pass that? Like, I get it. But at the same time, I think it's literally a waste of time. And it's just virtue signal. I think a lot of these things are virtue signal. It's politics still. And DeSantis isn't a fucking savior. He's not going to lead us back to freedom. Is some of the things that he's done very good? Absolutely. Him opening his ports 24-7. So nobody had to deal with the fucking trash that is uh, California ports. Fucking phenomenal. Great for business. Great for freedom it should have been like that in the first place um him not locking down the way everybody else did and just being like yeah we're gonna get over this and then the way he handled um vaccination where he was like people that want to get vaccinated can get vaccinated we're not gonna make you guys get vaccinated and limit you from whatever else that you have to get 
like whatever else you need to do. We're not going to limit it. But if you want the vaccination, we're going to try to have plenty on hand for everybody. And then specifically went to places that were uh, higher average age and set up the shops there first. Makes sense. It makes complete sense. Yeah, he was like, like, he was not like retarded with COVID. It makes sense. Yeah, he's like, he did everything. Yeah, he did everything that like, you know, it just made more sense. Like, like, you know, all, all the whole country was locking down and like, you know, he, you know, didn't really lock down at all. And then he just targeted the help to the older people, which is like kind of what everyone was saying within a couple months after this whole virus thing took off. And that was like the, what the, the cancelable people, the, the doctors that were on Joe Rogan. So they were just suggesting stuff, simple stuff like this. And they, and then he was just doing what just fucking made sense at the time, which did take a lot of courage, I would say, just because of the atmosphere. And it really put a spotlight on him if he wanted it or not. Yeah. And you know, like I, I fucking agree with those things, but the don't say gay bill, I really don't give a shit about. And I, I'm just calling it that because I don't know the actual name because I really don't give a shit about the bill. I don't yeah. give a shit about the bill because honestly, you should be paying enough attention to your kids' schools where if they come home and they're like, fucking my kindergarten teacher or first grade teacher said vaginas can touch other vaginas. I'd be like, all right, we got to have a fucking sit down with the goddamn school. Like that's like where I'd go from that point. And I'd be like, She's fucking five. Like, yeah, I don't I think, want you to be talking about this stuff. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care if she grows up to be a lesbian, but come on. Like, she's five. We don't need to be talking about it in class. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, like, the no matter how long or forever, how, like, Republicans or Libertarians would scream how terrible public schools are and how they're a waste of money and, or bad or, or whatever – whatever they want to criticize about them the progressives have done more to uh make public schools like on on the map they put them on the map where it's like people's concern like people are actually legitimately concerned about like what's going on in public schools which is well it was like the pledge of allegiance i think that was like the biggest thing when i was growing up was saying the pledge of allegiance at the beginning of school yeah i remember that uh just because it said under god that was the big thing. It was like, my kid doesn't want to say under God. Like, you know what I mean? And the, the Christians were like, they're attacking our religion. Yeah. It's yeah, going to yeah, lead yeah. to the downfall of our society. And it's like, I get that there's things that have happened. Yeah, that was a big that, uproar for like uh, the people around here. Because, yeah. I mean, there's a couple, there's people are very veteran friendly. And that's, that's what the conservatives, like, we do it for America. And it was like still kind of the wars were going on and stuff like yeah. that i think it was, in I think it was like wars yeah and so th- that's what like republicans would defend i don't remember with. saying the pledge of allegiance in high school i remember I... I remember it being a thing up until like i remember it being a thing up until like seventh grade if that makes sense i don't like my memory is not like that wasn't a big portion of like it didn't fucking matter. I usually sat there like, this is fucking stupid every day. Like, that's what I thought. Even from the beginning, I was like one nation under God, indivisible with Liberty and justice for all. Um, I thought it was fucking stupid the entire time. Like the whole time I went to school, I was like, why do we get up and say this every fucking day? This is weird. I don't really give a shit. 
didn't really believe in God. So I like didn't care either. I'm like, I'm just saying something so I don't get in trouble. Like basically. Yeah. Conformity. Because everyone yeah. else around me is doing it. Yeah. yeah. Gray man, gray man mindset at a young age. I had it. I yeah. Like, I'm just going to well, blend in. I don't, I don't know when we got rid of it. I think it was sometime in high school, but yeah, we, we got rid of it eventually because yeah, I, I remember, remember saying that shit in high school. Yeah. I remember it going on the announcements, but I don't remember saying it in high school. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what they did in high school. I don't really remember now, but I didn't oh. pay attention to the school announcements anyways. So yeah. every, in homeroom, like whatever was going on in the announcements, I was on my phone or, you know, trying to copy off somebody's homework when I didn't do mine. Like, I was like, I don't give a shit what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, the announcements were always lame. It was always something stupid. But, um, yeah, I, I think, like, that's why, you know, like, people, you know, they, it's like this huge culture war over the don't, don't say gay thing. And then, I mean, it's totally misconstrued, probably on both sides. And it's made, yeah. it, made, it, made out to be like, oh, it's don't say gay or you can't whatever and it's not even really what the fucking bill says and then but it's just like one of those cultural things that gets like everyone like ramped up and there's always these things that like that that seem like they're really important and but they're just like not that it doesn't important and i mean i think it's a little different just because it involves kids (laughs) so that's that just gets weird when like whatever whatever yeah, the that's always like is. the gray area right that's always the gray area is like when it concerns kids like that's like the yeah weird spot because like we would say it affects I mean, a lot so there's like kind of like two sides to it like i'll just go like to the military where it's like you know the military is kind of destroying itself from our perspective right that it's fucking going all woke it's right. getting all weird and it's like okay and my and like to me and like people that i think of that join the military I'm like, okay, well, that's just not going to want, people aren't going to want to join the military now. Cause like, that's just not why people join the military. You don't join because it's like friendly inequality. You go because you want to kill people. <laughs> like, yeah, this yeah. is not what the military does. And uh, so like, and so a part of me is like, oh, good. They'll just like destroy themselves. But there's also another thing I was thinking about where it's like, well, what if they're just recruiting who they want to be loyal to them? Yeah. And then, well, no, that, I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. That gets a little weird because then it's like, okay, now there's not anybody that thinks like me in the military. And now the military becomes people, I will just say that are maybe more likely to buy into establishment liberal propaganda. And that's like, oh, fuck, dude. Now there's a bunch of people in the military that want to kill me. <laughs> That's not you know, good. Like, I, I, I get, th- I get that perspective. That makes sense. I think it's a, uh, I think it's a good point. Um, I just don't think, I don't think, uh, I don't think it's worrisome. I think it, it's like the, you know, you remember Bronson. It's like him. I joined the military because I wanted people to stop bullying me. You know, that's what, that was what his reason was. I want to, yeah. I wanted people to stop bullying me. So I joined the Marine Corps and he, he got in and he literally followed me around the Marine Corps. 
Yeah, that was and pretty he was weird. a weirdo that we, I almost got in trouble for for making him take a shower, um, in my calm school. I almost got a hazing charge for it, and all I did was lock him in the fucking bathroom and told him to take a shower. I was like, I'll let you out when you take a shower, bro. Just take a shower. You smell bad. I can smell it. You sleep above me. You smell horrible. We were in the field for four days. You didn't wash your ball sack once. Jesus, dude. And you know, I locked him in the fucking bathroom and I almost got in trouble for it. But it's like, that's hazy. And it's like, all right, well, if those are the people that are allowed in the Marine Corps now, if those are the people that they're recruiting because they'll hate people like me, it's like, well, I'm not really scared of Bronson. I'm not even with a gun. That dude couldn't shoot for shit. Like, uh, I mean, he could catch me by surprise one night while I was sleeping. Surprised he didn't a few times, but we're on a range, you know, but like at the same time, like, I'm just not worried about it. Like, I'm not like if those are the people that join, fuck, they destroyed themselves. Like they're not, they're not worth it. You know, I think a lot of like uh, right wing pundits will talk about this, but they're not exactly wrong when they say this, but like, and not like all this woke shit in the military will definitely like, at least, you know, to us, to a lot of conservative types, it feels like our military's weak or getting weaker. Yeah. And uh, so then like when they say that, like, oh, yeah, now China is going to look at us like we're fucking China. pussies. And it is kind of true. I'm not saying China will fucking invade tomorrow, but I'm just saying that, like, I mean, if I was like a Russian dude and I was seeing like the shit like you've seen those commercials of the Russian, the Russian commercial. It was just like it came out like last year or something. And it looked like. You know, like a fucking Marine Corps video, but like 10 yeah. years ago. That's what it looked like. And it was like, oh, it was kind of badass, you know, has it's, you know, gets you amped up and it's like very manly. And then now you look at ours and it's just like, what the fuck is this shit, dude? So I, I get the fucking like right wing criticism when they're like, oh, it makes our military look weak. Because I mean, I think too that like the stories of the military, like that myth, the, the those, those are like the stories and like how, you know, we're the devil the dogs. Polars, yeah. The, the, uh... we're, yeah. We're the devil dogs and fucking that the Nazis called, called us when we went, when we were in fucking Germany and shit and all these yeah. like crazy stories of like, these strong, yeah, these strong battles of how I love that the Marine Corps loves stuff. that fucking saying the Tufel Hunden yeah. that we got from Germans and we'll say it, we'll say it. Yeah. Like they yeah. say it all the time, and it's like ah, that's kind of weird. We're speaking German in the Marine Corps. That's fucking. Yeah. That's a little weird, but whatever. But regardless of like, and don't get me wrong, like I still think that like our military is still one of the best trained, top tier militaries in the world, and it would take a lot before another military came close to beating it. But at the same time, that reputation, that narrative that were like the Marines are like badass, that's being destroyed, and that's the first thing that goes. And yeah. like, well, and, when, and you know, that's like a lot of the reputation is what makes us scary, right? Like, that's yeah, that's it's like the undefeated team in football, and then you have to play them. It's not like it's it's scary to play them because, well, they've destroyed everybody else in this fucking division. Like, why wouldn't they beat us? Like, are we better yeah. than anybody else in this division? You know, like it's kind of like one of those things, and when the reputation starts to get tarnished, it makes you look more human and beatable. And I get that, but I'm just saying, let China invade. 
Yeah. Let's, but that's, uh, but let's, I think uh, that's find out. Fuck around and find out. And that's like so that like because that's everybody. Something... Well, all right. So sorry. Everybody thinks it's just the military's problem. Like, and that and that's the problem is like <clears throat> we've we've outsourced our own defense for using the military. Like that's what we've done as a nation, right? Well, that's what certain people in the nation have done. There's a large portion of the population that's like, um, oh, what's his name? Bryce, uh, Bryce Miller? No, not Miller. Is it Miller? UFC fighter? He's like, I'll dig my, Bryce Mitchell, Mitchell. He's like, I'll dig my fucking feet into the sand. Yeah, fucking Thug Nasty. He's like, I'll, I'll dig my feet into the, that uh, Arkansas mud and fight until I die. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, and you know, like there's, there's a shit ton of those people here. And that's where it's like, that's, that's the difference for the United States compared to everywhere else in the world. It's not our military. It's not the military. It's people like that. The people that are like, yeah, you're not taking me off this land. And if yeah. you do, I I will fight for it, and I have the means to fight a conventional mil, uh, a conventional military in yeah. unconventional ways. Like that's the literal entire point of the United States. That's how we became a nation. So it's like that's that's why things like China. The only thing that's scary about China is how much they pay Biden. The only thing that's <laughs> scary about China is how much they pay um, Pelosi. The only thing that's scary about Russia is how much they pay Hillary Clinton. Like those are the things that are scary about them because they do it through political means instead of physical means. It's like, it's like the COVID shit that I always talked about. It's like, I wish they would have gone door to door and been like, Hey, you have to get the vaccine because if they can just do it through notoriety and paperwork, like people would just kind of accept it because they're like, well, there's paperwork. It says it. it's right here. See, look, I'll show you. And then they're just like, whatever, but let, let China invade, like let them actually legitimately invade the United States and see what happens. You'll see yeah. a lot of fucking New Yorkers calling for gun rights real fucking quick. Yeah. I really liked same thing Bryce, with Ukraine. Bryce Mitchell's thing. Cause fucking he, like a lot of people would have said like American soil, but he specifically said Arkansas soil. Yeah, And I love yeah. that because it's like, like i don't know i like it more when like that's why i like people like from texas yeah like texan that mentality of like we're texas first and i like that's the big thing that i think a lot of people need to get back to is like you are your state first before you're the united states and there's a lot of like pride and like there's there's so much there's so weird about like where you're from where like you know people will criticize like my little fucking town and I'll fucking, but I'll still defend it. And I'll be like, yo, don't fucking talk shit about where I'm from, dude. Like, I can talk shit about where I'm from. It's, it's the like, same way. It's like your little brother. It's like, you could talk shit about your little brother, but somebody else talks shit to your yeah. little brother and you have a yeah. problem. But that, and that's like, I don't know. I like that, that he specifically was talking about Arkansas because it just separates. It was like, yo, I'll defend Arkansas, but yo, West Virginia, fucking. North Carolina they go fuck themselves. They fuck well, themselves. And with Bryce Mitchell, like if you listen to, he did an interview with Ariel uh, Helwani, and Ariel Helwani, he was like, 
he was mind blown the whole time. And Bryce Mitchell kind of sounds like a crazy person in that interview. Like, don't get me wrong. He sounds like a fucking wild ass lunatic in that, in that yeah, video. He, he does. They start, talking about, they start talking about school shootings and shit like that. And Bryce Mitchell's like, well, that's the price to pay for freedom or some shit like that. Fuck yes. it's, like, it's like really <laughs> fucking funny. It's so funny. Like for me, it's funny because it's, he just doesn't know the correct answer to answer it correctly, you know? Like he doesn't, he just know how doesn't to articulate know how to... his answer very well. Yeah, so he's just like God and fucking America, bro. Yeah, God, America, and an AR. That's all you need to know. Like, it's like, and it's, that's, all you and need that's to know. fine. Like I, I, I associate more with people that are that say that shit than people that are like the left wing agenda is to vaccinate everybody so that they're uh, you know safe from the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. the uh, Chinese invade. But we're paying the Chinese multiple billions of dollars every year, you know, because we're in debt to them. And the national debt doesn't really mean anything as long as the United States pays their bills on time. Like, I, I totally associate more with um, guns, God and fucking America than that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't care how nice it sounds or how politely you say it. I'd rather the brash fucking lunatic than the sweet talker that like tells me everything's going to be just fine as long as america pays china and then we won't have to worry about china invading the united states like it's like fucking don't pay china like why are we sending aid to china every year why are we sending aid to israel every year why are we sending aid to anybody every year when there's poor people on the streets and they care about poor people so much like it just doesn't like it's like the logic at least they're logical like i'm not saying that it's the logical conclusion of what you believe in or like what you should believe in like Bryce Mitchell's way of thinking. Dude, that's but why at like, least it makes sense. That's why like, I totally believe the idea that like, like dumb, dumb people are harder to train. So it's oh, harder. Dude, well, the harder. bell curve thing, I think reigns true. Yeah. Like it yeah. reigns supreme. Yeah, or, or it's, it's like, like the Neanderthal and the fucking yeah, 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 non-existent body brain. Yeah, dude, when it's like you know the I like you know it's easier like if you have a dog, it's easier mm-hmm. to train and get an obedient, smart dog. Like a smart dog can learn tricks and be obedient a lot easier than like some dumb dog, and they'll be not obedient. And I think that's kind of true with like humans, where it's like people that are how liberals would say like uneducated, the redneck white trash those fucking people in the woods voting for Trump and yeah. <laughs> hunting their deer, they don't fucking fall for this shit. They're like, no, nah, that's bullshit. Like this shit's just like bullshit. Like, I don't know. But then I don't know when I was at, and then, you know, when we were at like ASU, they would have to like, I don't know, explain themselves in a circle for why these things were like, or why Donald Trump was the worst thing ever. Dude. Wasn't the- it funny when you like just pressed a teacher a little bit, like you didn't have to press them hard. Like just press the teacher a little bit and they'd crack under their own thing. Like they'd crack under their own argument. And you were yeah. just like, you had that, you had that one teacher. What, what was that class that you had where you debated all the time? You had a debate. Uh, it was called the critical thinking. And let me tell you. Oh, critical thinking. No, yeah, critical there wasn't a thinking. whole lot of critical thinking in there. And he made you argue against drones because he thought you were going to be for drones. Right. in in a war space. Yeah, he put me on the side of against. That was the only thing I got to argue that I agreed with. 
was it was like should we use more drone strikes or should we use traditional troops yeah and, and he always put like you that. on the opposite of what you believed in yeah like he, he put, just assumed he put me on four gun control i was like you son of a bitch <laughs> he thought it he thought i was a, well he thought i was a republican he even told me at yeah, the end yeah, of yeah. class yeah but yeah we had to do all these fucking debates and shit and but yeah he put me on debating. debating is fun it actually gets me in trouble um in personal settings but yeah it's fun well i didn't like it i thought i would like it in this class but i did not like it because it was like just there was no like there's literally come to a point where it was like there's no de- there's no debating this is just like what are you talking about like what are you yeah. what are you trying to say like i don't like it's like if because I don't know. I came from the fucking military, so I just knew a little yeah. bit more than what this fucking. I, I felt bad because I was like, I have a whole five year experience with like kind of understanding what our drones do, and then plus my own perspective of being like more anti war. I really had a different perspective, so it was like I was just set up to be, and I just teeing off. And the the weird thing was, I was debating an Iraqi dude. I debated an Iraqi kid <laughs> if, and I was in the you didn't military. Tell me that part. I, I was. was in I the, lived with you at the time. You didn't I tell lived, me that shit. Yeah, I forgot about this. He was an Iraqi. He was born in Iraq, and he was arguing for more drones. And I was like, "Oh my god, dude! What twisted, fucked up world is this? I should be on the other side, and you should be the one being like, no more did drones.' He, did please. he choose that side? No, the the teacher did. Oh. But the teacher picked the Iraqi kid to be four drones. That's that's insensitive. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's fucking crazy, dude. It was it was the weirdest debate. How'd your how'd your teacher react when you told him you were you weren't Republican? I didn't tell him. Oh, you didn't? I would have no. No, he, he was like, if, if he brought up to me, oh, like, yeah, I thought you were Republican the entire time that you were in this class. I'd have been like, well, actually, and then like pushed up my fake glasses and I'm a libertarian. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I didn't even child sex predators. No, dude, I never like really identify like that class was the only time I think I even like talked about politics that much. I think I didn't really identify myself too much. But when he, he he just made an offhand comment where it was like, I think you'll be a really good something for the Republican Party one day and then just moved on the conversation. <laughs> I was like, oh, OK, whatever. You're like, you know, I'm Jewish, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, that still makes sense in the Republican Party, actually. But um, dude, it was. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. He just assumed I think I think he asked me one day after class. Um, I think he asked me because I was I forgot what the debate was, but it was just some random. Oh, all we had to do. Oh, this was funny. It was like the first couple weeks in class. And they basically just told us to stand up like you, you're going to get this speech and they're not, we're not going to tell you who the speech is from. And at the at the end, the people, everyone's going to vote and who they thought gave the best speech in the class. And I've read this speech, dude. And I, 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 I did fucking five years of public speaking. So like to these yeah. 18 year olds, 
I was fucking God at this. Yeah. And I gave a good speech. <laughs> I got into it, bro. I was like, yeah. And then the whole class voted for me. Turns out I read a quote from Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I did. All right. So I did this, this business one-on-one class. This, this went down a whole different hole than what we were talking about, but I, w- I did this business one-on-one class. Right. And it was my freshman year. I was by myself. You guys hadn't come out yet. I'm fucking living with Robin, our buddy's ex-girlfriend now, but girlfriend at the time. And she had an extra room. So I'm living in this fucking room and I'm, I'm literally getting drunk every day and then going to class and then going to work on the weekends, drunk every day, going to class. I'm not doing homework. I'm not doing homework because a lot of my homework wasn't graded. And the homework that I did have to do, I did in class. Like I had time in class at the time. Like there was like some of the math stuff that I just could do my homework while I was sitting there in class. So I just did it while I was in class. And then, so I had this business one-on-one class and uh, the guy ended up being two years older than me, like the teacher. He was going for his master's and teaching this class at the same time. And the reason why he was teaching this class, because I guess, and W.P. Carey, they have masters, um, people that are going for their doctorates. They have them teach some of the one-on-one classes. So I'm sitting there, first day, first day of class. I'm sitting in the back. I'm just trying not I'm trying to go unnoticed because I look older than these people. Like when I got out of the military, I looked 30. I looked fucking 30. Like I was, I looked annoyed with life because I was. And so I looked older than shit compared to everybody else and i'm sitting in the back of class and he's like oh you'll enjoy mill and we have to do our introductions and i just said i was in the military or i was in the marine corps because it's just easier to get that out of the way right at the beginning fast forward into the semester and uh we have to do like speeches on your business i haven't fucking prepared a fucking speech like i i was like whatever on a and it's a business one-on-one class. So it's like, basically, what's your elevator pitch? Like, sell yourself and sell your company. And I don't even remember what it was. I think I did it on elevators because I couldn't think of anything else. And then he, they just kept saying elevator pitch. So I was like, I'm an elef- elevator like repairman or something like that. Like, that's basically what I said. And uh, like, these people were talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks like going up to him and I kept getting in, not in trouble, but he'd be like, Hey man, you haven't turned in. And he kept calling me man. And I was like, this is fucking weird. I don't like being in this class. Stop calling me man. Like you're supposed to be the teacher. Like, I don't know. I was still in that mode where it's like, yeah. you're, you're the, the authority. <laughs> you're the authority. I'm the subordinate. Like, don't call me man, especially in front of all these other people. Like, cause you're calling them Mr. So-and-so or Mrs. So-and-so like it was super weird. But then I was like, if he called me that, I'd be like, fuck you. You're only two years older than me. Like, fuck, <laughs> you know, like it was, he, he was in a lose-lose situation regardless. But he was like, hey, man, you keep missing these like deadlines, da 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 And I was like, I already have my, because one of them was like your resume and then some other things. So I was like, I already have these things. I already have these things already done. Like, I don't need to turn them into you so you can check over them and tell me what I did right or wrong. Like, whatever. And so I just got up there and winged it. 
and then I got the highest grade in the class. And it was one of those other things where you had to like, you had to vote for who gave the best elevator pitch. Yeah. And it was like a minute and a half. And yeah. I got a little, I got a little shaky in the middle of it because I didn't know what else to say. Like, I was like, I know I'm way ahead of time. So I'm just trying to bullshit my way through this thing. Hung over as fuck. Yeah, dude. You'd be and you'd be shocked. And still passed and still like got the highest grade in the class. And they picked me as the best speaker. And I was like, all right, well, now I literally don't give a shit about college. Like that was like the turning point where it was, all right, I think uh college is a fucking sham. Like, yeah. Well, it's like when like this was hard to prob probably was kind of maybe somewhat difficult to a bunch of 18-year-olds. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I would have been able to bullshit a minute. And but a I was half 23. When I was 18. Yeah, exactly. I was like, dude, you've been bullshitting for four years. You know how to bullshit for a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been like, telling people this radio doesn't work because of the sun and the fucking yeah. rays that are going on right now for four and a half years. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I can bullshit my fucking business and sell myself in a minute and a half pitch. And I'll, and I, I remember when he told us it's an elevator pitch and it had to be an a minute and a half. I was like, what elevator am I writing? I said this in the middle of class, what elevator am I writing that takes a minute and a half? Yeah. And <laughs> that didn't go over so well. Like uh, people chuckled and then it was like, Oh no, we shouldn't chuckle. He's being sarcastic to the teacher. And I was like, God damn, I'm going to fucking commit suicide after this fucking class. You can't no, no sarcasm, Luke. <laughs> oh my God. You can't oh, yeah. be the funny guy. But I don't know. It's just it's just wild. Like that whole period of our lives was a weird. It was a weird time. It was a weird it time. Was so it? weird. It was so weird. It didn't make sense. And, and that's when like right when we were coming into like libertarianism and things like that. And it's like you're watching the you're watching the liberal agenda. And I was part of the liberal agenda. And then I joined the Marine Corps and went super right wing and then kind of found my place in the middle of it where I was like, I don't know what I really believe. And then we started really getting into libertarianism kind of because of Jared, but also because of Gary Johnson. We talked about this before, but <laughs> and then we started going to fucking school and we were just like, like at ASU and then at the, the the community college at South Mountain. And we were just like, what the fuck? What yeah. is happening? Well, I think, I, think it, like, really, I think going to college is what really like turned our corner. Like we were really yeah. like, oh, shit, this is like it's get, it's kind of wild out here. Well, it was like saying. walking into enemy territory, dude, because you're like, well, you you. You just realize, like being there, you just realize why so many kids are fucking liberal. Like, you're like, oh my God, dude. Like, this is where it happens. This is what, like, solidifies the brain in these this people. This is your first experience of life, and you have yeah. these people to listen to? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, and, and then, yeah, you just go to college, you learn some liberal bullshit, get to be a degenerate for fucking four years. Like, it's just fucking. Yeah that's the idea and it was always that's why like in hollywood hollywood i mean this is getting this is getting conspiratorial but hollywood just made it <laughs> seem like fucking oh college is gonna be great and you didn't give a shit 
And when you're like watching college movies as a teenager, you're not thinking. Yeah, I like, wanted shit, and I wanted. I want to go uh, there in South Harmon Institute of Technology. Like, that's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're not going there thinking like I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna get a degree and figure out life. Most people are sold in the idea that college is gonna be really fucking fun. Like that's what a lot of dudes I know like that that that's why they want to go to college is because of like all the songs about college it's a party it's partying left and right the girls you get to go there with all the girls there you get to meet hot chicks like that's what that's what like every teenage guy is looking at college like hell fucking yeah dude and don't get me wrong there is that <laughs> but but at the same time it's just fucking like very very one-sided and very i mean maybe it gotten worse i mean maybe it wasn't that maybe it wasn't that bad when we were i don't know in like the early 2000s i don't oh, it's probably know. worse now i'm assuming it's worse now it seems like it's worse now god but i my, should go and take a college course i should go my, my whole experience I, I started college the year donald trump became president so yeah. that's what it was like i started well, the year before yeah when he was coming into power yeah when he's when he's winning when he's fucking beating jeb and beating hillary on on public stage yeah hussein was still in power when i uh when i was going so all hussein oh hussein <laughs> all right so speaking also speaking of uh libertarianism we got to talk about some adam kokesh because we had him on the show and the last thing that i saw from him was him sharing private screenshots of him and Scott Horton and him accusing and Kokesh accusing Dave Smith of being Joe Rogan's puppet. But yeah. Yeah. I, uh, was- <laughs> I don't even yeah. know what. Yeah. I don't even I don't, know what to say. I don't, I don't understand. So like this, this is what I don't understand. I think, I think Kokesh wishes he had Dave Smith's platform, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like he believes in his head that he's been doing this for as long as he's been doing it, and he's been doing it the right way, whether it's his veganism or anti-war stance or anything else. And then he feels slighted also by his episode getting taken down where he was on Joe Rogan way back in the day. Yeah, and it was taken down, and it was kind of quietly, like. Yeah, and but there was a bunch. It wasn't just Kokesh, and that episode it wasn't very interesting to listen to. Like to be honest, it wasn't Kokesh's best work. It was fucking ten years ago, or yeah, or six years ago, seven years ago. Kokesh has a fucking a lot of amazing ideas, a lot of great ideas, and I mean, at least he lives the shit. Right? Like he legitimately lives the shit. Yeah. He built something. But I don't think going after after Horton, he, he went after Scott Horton and said, I'm gonna like basically something to the fact of like exposing Scott Horton. And nothing in the screenshot that he sent like exposed Scott at all. Yeah, I didn't really like, understand. Not even a little bit. It didn't yeah. make sense. It seems like a lot of, I don't know. I, it seems like a lot of accusations, but no receipts, if that makes sense. 
where it's like right. a lot of maybe speculating and putting things together that aren't really there is what it appears to me. And I don't seem, I haven't seen anything that make me believe that, you know, anyone is a puppet of Joe Rogan or that this is some agenda or I don't know. And I don't, you know, I don't even know, like, I don't really under, I'll follow the all inside of the, the, the libertarian politics. I don't necessarily follow that a lot. So hell, there could have been some sort of uh, misunderstanding or some political well, he drama. He felt slighted that... by the the Mises Caucus. I saw that he felt slighted by the Mises yes. Caucus in an instance. And honestly, I don't actually blame the Mises Caucus for distancing themselves from Kokesh. Like I don't, I don't think he meshes well with the Mises Caucus crowd. I don't think he does. Like he's. Like, I don't, I don't think it's the, the Mises caucus isn't just anti-war They're And they're not just anti-establishment. They're very economically oriented and the way that Kokesh brings himself isn't so much economically motivated. And even when he does talk economically, it doesn't seem capitalistic or free market um to the sense that the mises caucus talks about i mean when we had him on our show it was i mean i i like talking to kokesh a lot like i thought it was a it was a really fun conversation and i but i think he goes away into his own head sometimes i don't think that's a bad thing i mean i fucking do it too but it was super difficult doing the show and everything but at the same time like i i don't think kokesh is a bad I think he'd be a good ally for the Mises caucus. I just don't think that their ideals align. And that's probably why Heiss and if Dave Smith did slight him in some way by like not allowing him in as a Mises caucus representative or something like that. And I'm not saying it's Dave Smith. I don't think Dave Smith has a lot of control over that. I think it's more of a Michael Heiss thing, but uh, which we still need to have him on um, just to talk to him about the Mises caucus. Um, it's kind of interesting. It's it's a weird thing to watch, right? Because we were like pretty involved with the Mises Caucus, not so much, um, not so mainly, much like mainly just Arizona. Yeah, mainly just the Arizona Mises Caucus, right? And it wasn't so much the national scale or really believing in what they were doing. Not believing, I don't think that's the right word. Really trusting that what they were doing was going to make a difference. It was more just like this is a good idea. I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea. So we're going to kind of follow it. And um, I, and I liked the people involved in it. Like that was the big thing. It was like, we liked the people that were involved in it. And so it's kind of interesting, this whole thing that's like Kokesh is coming out against the Mises, Mises caucus and Scott Orton. And uh, it was Kokesh's idea for somebody to run for president on this kind of platform. And Scott Orton's like, I'm the one that, told dave smith to run for president not joe rogan like i don't know it's kind of like a it's a weird situation to yeah me. and apparently so the mises caucus went with jacob hornberger uh for the mm. um 2020 election yeah and apparently hornberger did not like adam kokesh for whatever reason yeah. and yeah maybe publicly i don't really know but probably publicly trashed him and i guess scott defended um kokesh, kokesh and told yeah. jacob not to trash him like that like there's there's no point to do it and 
Yeah, and he did it privately. I saw that. That was and, one of the messages. But yeah, so it just seems like there's some sort of drama, animosity toward e- toward each other. But I don't know. It seems like to me, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know where the dots get connected that I don't know, Joe Rogan somehow involved or this is a plot or some sort. But I mean, like it's it's not like they're not fucking hiding it. It's like their terminology is takeover. Like this is the Mises Caucus takeover. Like this is what they've been talking about doing for a couple like years now, like maybe maybe a little over a year. I don't even know. So it's not like they're hiding their agenda or whatever. And but now instead of it making it seem like uh because uh, the Mises Caucus will definitely put that in more of a positive light. They're taking over to do real libertarian shit. And now Adam's making it seem like it's just a power grab of some sort. And I don't really, I don't know. I, I only see his tweets. I didn't watch any of his show or anything to see what he said about it. I'm sure he went into longer depth and maybe buffed out some details. But everything that I've seen and things that he shares, it doesn't look good for you, Adam. <laughs> yeah, like it just doesn't make, it doesn't make yeah. sense to me. And fuck, the Mises Caucus has taken over. Like, fuck, every, it seems like every two or three weekends, there's another update on, like, them winning a different state inside yeah. the Libertarian Party. Yeah, and, there's, like, conventions, like, fucking once every two weeks, and they seem to be dominating. And I'm assuming whatever, I think what everyone kind of knew, like, I mean, not from the beginning exactly, but, like, ha- I, I don't know, like, three months ago, four months ago, I think it was pretty obvious, like, these guys are here they're probably going to take over Reno. It's just all like that was already going to happen. Now everything's just coming to reality. Yeah. And we'll see if Angela McCardle wins the fucking race. I'm sure that's coming up soon. I thought it I was. I think that's what Reno is. Yeah, no, it is. It, it is Reno. Well, I then just, it would be I... the probably I'm assuming it's the last weekend of May, which is the same time as Childerberg. Childerberg, right. Because Childerberg usually goes on at the same time as yeah well uh, Childerberg the national yeah. convention it was a, Childerberg year, was a rejection of the libertarian party <laughs> yeah yeah but it was really funny because at that time Carr still called himself a libertarian and now i don't think he associates the word anymore because he was like i'm still a libertarian like i believe i and like bird and um aaron were like yeah we're not we're not we're not really libertarians and Carr was like well no i'm taking libertarian as like the legitimate meaning of what libertarianism is not what people are making it out to be. And I don't think he really associates with that anymore, but yeah, you know, like I don't, I don't fucking blame him. Um, that's kind of where you and I are. It's like, I'm, I'm a fucking anarchist. Like I don't, I don't even say anarchist that much anymore. I'm just more of like an, I don't give a fuck. Like, this is what I believe. Ask me about my beliefs and I'll tell you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, no one, no one asked me. So I yeah. don't tell. Well, I don't really get asked that much anymore either. That's what's yeah. funny. It's like it used to be everybody asked, but now not so much. Well, and- I think it was maybe because it was like I feel like I feel like it I feel like people will ask you more when 2024 elections come around. And yeah. People will be like, "What are yeah. you?" What are It'll you? probably come back around because are you the, enemy? the last Yeah. Dude, I'm kind of excited for I mean, it'll be good for the podcast, but like election season is going to be really fun for us. Oh yeah, dude. I think the midterms might even be a little fun. Oh yeah. Up. Well, you're gonna have to start drinking again on the podcast. Not this fucking water bullshit. Dude, I'm trying to be healthy, okay? 
Leave me okay. alone. Okay, get the fuck out of here. You can take two hours out of your fucking Friday and <laughs> sit here and have a drink with me. Yeah. But yeah, I, I fucking kind of enjoy beca- not necessarily like who wins. That doesn't bother me. Or like, I don't know, like maybe there's people that I prefer to win over others. But at the same time, yeah, I just think I just think they're fun when like people just go. It's just this frenzy, dude. This is when like the people start Everything to show reveal out. themselves a little bit. Yeah. Like, do you look you look at Facebook right now? It's pretty dead. In 2016, yeah, Facebook was live, dude. dude. 2020, Facebook was live. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. 2020, Facebook's live, dude. You get everything. You get, you get like those other weird-ass libertarians that are your friends on Facebook sharing some pretty good memes. Then you get like conservatives actually got some pretty good memes. And then those few liberals that I have on mine are like sharing memes. And then there's like, boom, arguing in the comments, dude. They're just going psycho yeah. about like who to vote for. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a bad thing that I enjoy that, but I enjoy watching the chaos unfold around I, election I, time. I think I think it's probably a Marine Corps thing, but I think we just enjoy chaos. Like I think we maybe enjoy the sounds of chaos. Like I <laughs> running towards like, the sounds yeah. of chaos. <laughs> yeah, and I think we do. I think we I think we do. I don't think we can help it. I think it's just like part of our fucking structure as a human being. Yeah. And we we do it because it's it's just fun. Like there's a lot going on there, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be the midterms are gonna be fun. When in the midterms? So November? Are they November? I think yeah, they're November. November. Yeah. So like I'm surprised we haven't heard as much, but it's it's usually like the six month mark. So next month. I'm already seeing commercials, bud. I'm already yeah. seeing the commercials. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just meant like when it when it starts up. For yeah, the yeah, norms. yeah. When it starts yeah. up for the normies, it's like six month, like that six month part. So a fifth month is June. June is the fifth month. Yeah, it'll pick up in the summer, dude. When COVID, when COVID's in the rearview oh, no. mirror completely. May, May is the fifth month. May is yeah. the fifth month. So next month, man. Next month is gonna, it's gonna, we're gonna get the inklings, you know, the little feelers out there. See how people are gonna react to this or how people are gonna react to that. And then they're going to find out what they're going to try and exploit from their yeah. opponent. Dude, dude we got to get, get hard. We got to get Jeremy Coughlin, Kaufman on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude, yeah. He, he, dude, he's got like... Uh, we should have gotten him on like fucking a yeah, year and a half ago. ago when he told that like 18-year-old kid to suck his dick and everybody thought he was like being legitimately serious. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's running for Congress in New Hampshire I and know, his, and he's like doing pretty good. Well, he's got ten percent. I was polling at ten percent, which is funny. Now, this is when, this is when, like Seems you know, a little high when the Republicans are like, "Oh, the Libertarians take our vote." Well, it's pretty obvious that that's what they're doing because the yeah. Democrats leading, and then the Republicans at like thirty, and then the next one's at ten percent, and it's Jeremy Coughlin. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And he's probably better than a Republican by all. Standards. Yeah. I don't even know the, the Republican. I mean, yeah, I don't know. He, I'd never seen him before. He's probably like vanilla. So I don't really know. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's New Hampshire. So it might be a little bit more, more than vanilla. It's like vanilla swirl, but 
Yeah, but he came out with <laughs> that ad that he came out with, dude, was the dumbest shit I've dude, ever seen. <laughs> that ad, but it was savage too. I know, it was so it funny. Was savage as fuck. Go look up Jeremy Kaufman's fucking uh, ad for Senator. We need to get yeah. him on. We need to hit him up. He's trying, trying to make to war on. gay. Maybe we try to get him on. <laughs> Maybe we try to get him on next week because I think that would be a really fucking good one. Yeah. We'll hit him up cool after, after we record this. That guy's fucking funny as shit. And I want to talk about the telling kids to suck your dick. Like, I think that's, I mean, we had a whole episode about it and it was literally titled suck my dick. So if you're yeah. new to the podcast and you didn't hear it, go find the episode called suck my dick. And you can hear what we think about Jeremy Kaufman. And it's basically all good things. Like, uh, don't fucking blame him. More people need to be told to suck my dick. Yeah. And it's not a sexual thing. It's not a fucking sexual thing. Um, one of the last things we need to talk about, you brought up before the show, we had some acquittals and some hung juries. So can you yeah. talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So uh, this was announced today, I believe. So Friday, April 4th. So the governor, April Whitmer, 4th, kid. Bro? That's what today is, dude. Oh, it's April. Oh, sorry. It's April 8th. I just looked down and saw four eight. Um, oh shit, I went away. So it's the Governor Whitmer kidnap plot. Two men acquitted, hung jury for two more. Hell's yeah. So a jury on Friday acquitted two men of all charges in a plot to kidnap Missioner Governor Gretchen Whitmer, but couldn't reach a verdict against the two alleged leaders. A stunning defeat for the government after a weeks-long trial that centered on a remarkable FBI sting operation just before the 2020 election. Whitmer did not immediately comment on the outcome, though her chief of staff was critical, saying Americans are living through the normalization of political violence. <laughs> <laughs> the result was announced on the fifth day of del deliberations a few hours after the jury said it had been struggling to find unanimity on charges in the 10 count indictment the judge told the panel to keep working but the jurors emerged again after lunch to say that they still were deadlock on some counts and then i'll just read this last part Daniel Harris, 24, and Brandon Caserta, Casita, 33, were found not guilty of conspiracy. In addition, Harris was acquitted of all charges related to explosives and a gun. The jury did not reach verdicts for Adam Fox, 38, and Barry Croft Jr., 46, which means that the government can't put them on trial again for two conspiracy charges. Croft also faces a separate explosive charge they'll remain in custody. No juror spoke publicly about the mixed results. Quote, obviously we're disappointed with the outcome. We have two defendants that are awaiting trial and we'll get back to work on that. The U.S. attorney, Andrew Burge said, Harris and Caserta embraced their lawyers when the U.S. district judge Robert Jonker said they were free after 18 months in jail awaiting trial. Family members moments earlier graphs and cried with joy when the verdicts were read. It's pretty dope. Pretty dope. Yeah, um, dude. We've talked about this. We've talked about this before, this trial before. And it was all an FBI plot. Like it was an FBI plot through and yeah. through. 
That's why you see acquittals. That's why you see a hung jury. It's surprising to me, to be honest, it's surprising to me that uh, there were hung juries and that there was acquittal. It's yeah. honestly surprising. Like, yeah, I didn't expect it. But it's pretty crazy that basically the jurors are saying that these people aren't guilty and it's the FBI's fault that this is all yeah. the FBI's fault. And that's that's crazy. Like to for them, like, you know, the FBI, like this is what's kind of crazy. And maybe it's more normalized and we, we kind of just expect it now because we've read and seen so much of this. But of all the FBI stings where they've tricked you know, Muslims to into terrorist activity here in here in America. And then when 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 this broke and this released, I mean, a lot of it was just like very obvious. It was like, OK, but there's like a few people and then like the rest of them are feds. Like if you yeah. have a group of there's like, four dudes and yeah. the leader that sent the text message, hey, maybe we should uh, kidnap the governor. Yeah, was <laughs> legitimately a fed. Yeah. I mean, they got all this together. I mean, I mean, dude, this is, it's like, you know, it's kind of insane, like that they're going to try to get these people, like basically radicalize them and get them to the point of overthrowing their government uh, elected official, overthrowing a democracy. And then you're going to arrest them right before they do it. And then, I mean, like, I mean, like basically like if you, I don't know, carry out an execution, but you just get like this group of people, but then you have, you know, the guy that you recruited and you have him shoot it. And then you're like, Oh, now I got to arrest you. You can't do that. And the dude like turns around like, wait, what the fuck dude? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like this whole time that they just did this. It's insane, but it's really good for those two guys. And I can't believe that 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 fucking it, it came out and i couldn't believe that a jury was like yeah we're not not convicted we gotta, what, what were those guys that we were listening to during the uh kyle kyle rittenhouse fucking uh um, trial uh, it starts with an r or something rakita law. Rakita? Rakita law yeah rakita, rakita law. law we should we should probably fucking listen to them maybe i'll do that this week listen to them and um Maybe I'll put out an episode or something on our Patreon about it, about what I learned. Because I bet you he was following that trial. He had to have been following that trial. Yeah, I don't. I think he. I think he only follows ones that are streamed online. So I don't. I don't know if this one was streamed or not. Oh yeah, because a lot of uh, federal cases aren't streamed online. That's interesting. Um, Yeah, but maybe. But I'm sure you could probably find a lawyer breakdown or some article where they talk about what happened during the trial. Yeah. No, I, I mean, this is what should happen. And that's why it's surprising to me is because it's what should have happened. But um, it's just crazy to me that we yeah, had acquittals and hung juries. Like, yeah, kind of makes it. It's surprising. It's very surprising. Yeah, it's a big deal that like a, a fucking jury just decided that the FBI is at fault here. Not these not these guys. And that's that's pretty big. And thank God, like, like it was so obvious, like this was an FBI sting. And to a lot of people, anyone that was paying attention to the actual story all knew that this was completely fabricated by the FBI. And then for it to come out to actually be an acquittal, which is not something we tr- typically expect. Um, and 
I don't know. I think it's a really big eye opener for people to realize that like the FBI is the terrorist organization, not not whoever they're trying to entrap. Yeah, you had a you had a tweet about that earlier, didn't you? Well, yeah, I just tweeted a, a while ago. Guys. It was like two months ago. I was like, guys, I think the FBI is the real terrorist organization. And I just retweeted it today because yeah, it fit. Like, guys, I think I'm right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Like it's it's one of those things where you, at least for the acquittals, you actually see justice, which is surprising. Kind of with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing too. It was well, you surprising can, to us. You can look at this one and then be like, "So what do we know about that Ray Epps guy?" <laughs> like, yeah, where, isn't that the guy that beat the fuck out of his wife? The FBI mm, guy that beat the fuck no, out of his wife? No, I don't know the name of him. He was the one that was with this trial. Or this, he was the FBI agent with this FBI sting. But oh, the yeah. January 6th was that Ray oh, Epps Ray that Epps. was on yeah. the wanted list. And then he got taken down. But then there's those videos that came out where he's trying to incite a riot, basically. Like, we yeah. got to storm the Capitol. And we're like, wait, where's this guy? And then, I don't know. Maybe there's more information. Or the guy, I haven't seen what was, the, what was the guy's name that was like, uh, it was like two months after the Capitol. And he was in like the white ford truck or whatever and he was like i'm gonna blow everything up and everybody was like that guy's clearly being paid to be here like he is <laughs> do you remember that no like he was no it's it's the white guy that was like out front of congress or something like that in his truck and he was the uh the description of it was he was former like DEA or he was former FBI and something happened and he was like, yeah, I'm going to, I have a bomb in my truck. And then he ended up, it was, everybody was like, that's a red flag. Like everybody was like, that was, we talked about it on the podcast. We probably did. dude. I just don't remember this story. (laughs) I'll, I'll look it up real quick while we're, while we're talking and finishing up, see if I can find it. But he, everybody was like oh this is this is a false flag like this is a fucking false flag you can't tell me any different he was outside and it was it was just like completely random and it was to incite like everybody was just like oh it's to incite more violence after january 6th i can't re- remember the reason why he was doing it but it was funny as shit because everybody in our circles was like nah like that's yeah that's not a real event yeah well like I think it's becoming more popular to like call out feds in <laughs> crowds now. Like people, people tend to like, I see video all the time where some dude's doing something weird and everyone's like fed fed. He's a fed. Yep. And it's like, it's like that. Maybe, maybe it was similar to this, but there was like another, like the Patriot or there's the Patriot who the fuck are those guys? I don't know. Those dudes that walk around in sunglasses and khakis and all have American flags. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, these guys, everyone, everyone on the internet has kind of determined that these guys are feds. Like, who the fuck are these random what people? Because they? they were in the back of a truck on the way up. I don't know, dude. You remember that? They were in the back of a truck. Like, there was like an, a TikTok video or an Instagram video of them in the back of the truck all the way up there. No, I don't remember that. It's the same guys. It's the same guys oh. that you're talking about. Oh, the Patriot Front, I think it's called. Yeah, Patriot Front. I think that's what they are. I'm not sure. All right, so this is an article. There was. On, I think this is it. 
there was it's, the liberals, like the liberal, the Demo- like there was like the Democratic Party people that went and staged a protest. Yeah. Too. Well, yeah, there was those guys that stayed out front and it's like the black dude that's like, I'm just getting paid to be here to pretend to be a white supremacist. Yeah. Remember that yeah. guy? Yeah. That shit was funny. And it was shared right, by like so an NBC reporter or something. The guy that I was talking about was, so there's this post, it's by the Washington Post. The title name is man claiming to have bomb near U.S. Capitol is in custody after standoff, police say. And this guy is uh, for the third time or when was this written? August 19th, 2021. So it was a couple. It was it was before January 6th. Um, He's like for the third. Oh, yeah. January 6th. January 6th, 2021. Oh, it was 21. Right. Yeah, it It was was 21. So yeah. it was a few months after 2021. So yeah. for the ter- I was right. So for the fir- third time in eight months, Washington was brought to a standstill Thursday as the seat of U.S. government came under the threat of violence. This time from a man who parked a truck near Capitol, near the Capitol, depend- demanded to speak with President Biden about a range of grievances and threatened to destroy two blocks of the nation's Capitol with an explosive device. Congressional office buildings and nearby homes were evacuated as authorities negotiated with the man, identified by law enforcement as Floyd Ray Roseberry, 49, of North Carolina. Roseberry surrendered to authorities after about five hours and will face criminal charges, U.S. Capitol Police Chief J. Thomas Manger said. No bomb was found in his car, although officials said that they did discover materials that could use that could be used to used to make explosives before he was taken in custody roseberry delivered a tirade over a facebook live video in which he assailed biden and other democrats called for revolt against the federal government and claimed there were other patriots in quotations waiting in vehicles elsewhere in dc the revolution is on it's here it's today he said in his live stream america needs a voice I'll give it to them. <laughs> so about this it, the, yeah, this guy, but I think uh, when you look it up, what's his name? What did I say his name is? Um, something Roseberry. Where's that? Identified Floyd Ray Roseberry. I'll look it up real quick, but I'm pretty sure he was like a fed too, like wow. a clear fed. And everybody that we knew was like, this is a Fed. Like, this is a false flag. Like, this this isn't... Nobody get worked up over this. This guy isn't a fucking patriot. He's yeah, uh, yeah. attempting to subvert the state. And it's just one thing after another, right? Like, it, the reason why I brought it up was because it was similar to the, uh, the kidnapping of the fucking Michigan governor. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just... They're... The FBI is now becoming, which maybe they've always been, notoriously known for, you know, being at events and maybe inciting some sort of violence. I mean, they they've incited multiple people before, especially in the buildup of the war in Iraq and Afghanistan, and now it's just coming to light that, and it, I mean, maybe and it's and it's affecting like not what you would think, like. Like, it's not to say that the people that they manipulated before, like the regular like Muslim people that they radicalized into 
doing whatever the fuck. But now it's like yeah. they're deeming people terrorist. I guess white people. <laughs> I guess they're deeming like, you know, not foreign people. They're deeming like people that are Americans. And it's it's like, oh, wow. Now they've taken it a little bit further because at least before they they had to at least somehow connect this person to being somehow affiliated with the terrorist group. And now it's like now they're building their own terrorist group to trap people like it's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't you don't remember this guy? Let's see. No. No. Can you see him? Yeah, I can see him. OK. You don't remember him? That shit's no. funny as fuck. I'm going to I'll try and find like his background real quick. But yeah, Floyd Ray Roseberry. Go with Ray's, um, dude. Ray. Yeah. Yeah, you can't trust a Ray. You can't trust a Ray. The only Ray you can trust was in Sister, Sister. Do you remember remember Sister, Sister? No. Oh, my God. T and Tamara Maori? I know that. Sister, Sister. I've watched like a few episodes, but I never really watched Sister, Sister. A few? God damn. We grew up in completely different lives. I grew up watching the Cosby show like a good American, okay? Yeah, it was after the Cosby show. It was the Cosby show after the Cosby show. I mean, I've, I've seen it on, and I've seen it on Nick at Night, but I never fucking really watched it. It's on much. Netflix. Get educated. No. <laughs> <laughs> My time to watch Sister, Sister has passed. <laughs> no, you can still watch it. I promise you. It's funny. <laughs> it's, it's really funny because when my girlfriend does homework for college... She uh, puts it on in the background while I do my own shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, God, I love this show. I used to watch it all the time. And I was like, oh, I remember this episode. Oh, I remember this episode. And I talked to fucking you from goddamn bumfuck nowhere, Illinois. And you're like, I don't know who Ray is. I don't know. Dude, we watched, we watched Roseanne, dude. That's what we watched growing up. That was our people, dog. That's who I watched that's Roseanne, who we were. too. I'm just saying, dude. I'm pretty Roseanne. sure Sister Sister was right before Roseanne. I don't know, dude. I don't remember the fucking timeline for how Nick at Night played their shows. I never really watched Full House either. I never got into it. Oh, I love Full House. Full House. That's a good ass show. I always watch. Now, what's Fre- his face is dead? What's his name? Oh, yeah, dude. Um, what's his name? Bob Saget. <laughs> Bob Saget. <laughs> yeah, I watched uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air the most. I think I've watched yeah. every single episode of that. I think that's our like our our generation's show. Like, I think the generation before us, it was Cosby Show. Like the kids before us, it was the Cosby Show. But for us, it was the Fresh Prince. Oh, and Home Improvement. I watched Home Improvement as well. Home Improvement was dope. Tim Allen. Tim Allen was fucking dope. And then he got canceled. Yeah. When he had his new show. Yeah. I think he got picked up by a different network, though. Actually, yeah, he did, because my mom watches that show. It's like the only show yeah. that she watches. What's it What's it called? What's the new Tim Allen show called? Oh, I don't fucking... I do not know. It's basically the same fucking show. As home improvement. He makes the same fucking jokes. Yeah, it's just Tim Allen jokes. 
but I don't remember. <laughs> Last man standing. God damn. I Last just man of it. standing. That is it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't find more of uh, Mr. Rose, Ray Roseberry's fucking history, but he's a uh, false. That was a false flag. It blew over. You don't even remember it. We fucking talked about it. You can't even remember it. So that's how important it was because they're not talking about it anymore. And he threatened to bro- blow up the fucking capital. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, too, if it was like a legit, uh, like concern, they'd still be talking about it. I feel like they'd still talk about it. How? Yeah. So a lot of these, they, they talk about them for when they're happening and then like all the shit comes out about it. And they're like, they just stop talking because they yeah. not, they know it's not a good bad. thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. That's what they do. That's what they do. What are we going to do about a typo? Um, bitch about it on the internet, dude. I'm going to continue. Yeah, I'm going to continue bitching about it on the internet until things change around here. Okay. <laughs> That's why we have a podcast. Baja, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't have anything else to talk about, do you? No, sir. I'm all talked out. All right. Well, next time you're fucking drinking, all right? All right, fine. Next Friday, you're fucking drinking with me. All right, dude. Very well. We got to get uh, Mr. Mr. Howe back on. Oh, yeah, dude. That would be a, yeah. Captain Chris is his name, actually. Yeah, Captain Chris. Well, it doesn't matter anymore. He already got swatted. <laughs> nerd <laughs> so we're gonna get uh captain chris back on we need to get jeremy kaufman back on and those are the episodes we're gonna give you guys maybe we'll post one on fucking patreon or something i don't know we'll see oh yeah so well that's a fucking shit show if you don't have anything else i don't have anything else i'm all good dude i think we said it all right dope That's the fucking shit show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We out.